The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Welcome to Happy Hour. And given this time of year, yesterday and today, I was reflecting on the fact that many people in the U.S. and Mexico and other countries celebrate Dia de los Muertos yesterday or today, depending on where you are. And even though that's not a Buddhist celebration, I'm just aware about of how humans throughout history have be- paid attention in different ways to death and the role it plays in our understanding of life. It informs, for many of us, it informs living. Um, there are ceremonies in some Buddhist countries, particularly to accompany those who have died in transition to their next state, as well as to feasts in their honor. And I'm guessing that many, if not most of us in this room, have by now experienced the death of a friend, a colleague, or a family member, having witnessed the final years and death of several people in the last few years, I was reflecting on it in relation to our practices of compassion and care, especially as a valued member of the Insight Retreat Center uh, community died very recently. What what especially strikes me about it is not only missing the people and all the usual human emotions that go with someone's death, including, you know, appreciation that they got to live as long as they did in some cases, or various emotions based on what it was that happened in their life and in their dying process. But I, it strikes me that in a number of situations in my life, and maybe in some of yours, we we don't realize when someone has started into their final illness or the last period of their life. And sometimes, I used to do grief counseling at a local nonprofit called CARA in Palo Alto, California. And more than once I heard from families and certainly saw behaviors in my own life that were experienced as extremely unpleasant or difficult. For example, I remember years ago talking to the children of a man who had died by a brain tumor, and it changed his behavior totally. And he was yelling and really angry towards them. And so they were young enough that they didn't really get to know their dad. But how often we don't know, because no one, including the person whose behavior changes, recognizes that the person is in the beginning stages or even well into an illness that leads to death. And the reason I find that so humbling and so informative is that after the, after we find out, you know, and we look back and we think, oh my goodness, um, you know, I 
I had not seen my brother-in-law, for example, for a number of years, several years ago, and his behavior had changed drastically. And he died of, uh, after really quick developing dementia called frontotemporal dementia. And, uh, as we looked back at the changes in his behavior over the years, we were suddenly just thinking, oh my goodness, this started a long time ago. So as we look back on people's lives after this kind of death, um, we sometimes can't help but think, I certainly couldn't help but think, how useful it would have been to see them with the same level of compassion, the same level of care that we would have had about the flare-up of temper that seemed so unreasonable or any of the behaviors that seemed prickly or difficult. We would have seen those so with so much caring had we known that this person was in their final illness. And of course, we never, uh, we very often, I should say, don't know. So in light of that, I thought, and in light of Dia de los Muertos and this time of year when actually many cultures uh, with the the early uh, dark at night and with the, the fall, you know, and plants growing dormant or um, leaves falling, many cultures have had ceremonies ever since uh, pagan, so-called pagan times, that acknowledge that time of year and acknowledge human death as well as death in nature. I thought we might practice this evening with care and compassion, those feelings towards people in our lives that we know are in a difficult illness, whether it's terminal or not, people in our lives who are difficult that we might not have any idea are actually suffering from an illness, and just the difficulty in general around um, death in the world at this very moment. So um, with that uh, sobering topic, but I think one that helps grow our hearts to be able to embrace more of human behavior, um, let's settle into our meditation together. Oh, starting by fine, you know, noticing what this topic has brought up in you. It, you may feel something in your body, certainly your heart, mind. You you could be numb around this issue, or not want to go there. Any kind of thing that's bubbling up in you, let's honor what's there and notice it with care. Taking your time. Finding whatever way you have of nurturing yourself, even in the face of a challenging topic. Maybe it's relevant for you right now. Maybe it's something you're not facing right now, but just noticing whatever response or reaction you have to the topic of dying and the topic of changes in people's behavior in illness and in death, dying processes.
if it's possible, allowing yourself to bring ease to any tensions that are present. Realizing that this is only a short period during your day or evening, and that there is support here for whatever arises. And first, perhaps, we should extend some care and compassion towards ourselves in doing the meditation itself. Holding or allowing those feelings to be known that have arisen in the body, in the heart, the mind. And sending a wish of kindness. May I be well as we do this practice. knowing that you are not in such a dire condition at the moment that you couldn't make it to the evening, so may I be well during this evening's practice. May I be safe and free from harm. as I extend compassion and care to myself and others in the world, others that I know, others that I don't know, may I be safe and free from harm. May I be with this meditation with any ease that I can bring to my body, to my heart, mind, and acceptance of any area that does not feel easy with this. May I bring compassion to that part of myself. May I be free from stress. May I be supported. And allowing yourself to repeat those phrases or phrases of your own creation that support you right now with compassion and care. For everything that's present in your life and in this meditation, nothing left out.
And as always, with any meditation, any guided meditation that's offered, if it fits for where you are, definitely you can practice with it. And if it does not fit you right now, you can allow the sound of my voice to fade into the background and continue with whatever practice you find most supportive in this moment. If this is something that you have experienced, difficult or unpleasant behavior from someone in your life who you realize is going through illness, or maybe you you might not know why they are irritable and difficult or challenging, but holding them with the compassion and care as if this is part of a bigger process we don't know, we can't know. Bringing a person like that in your life, if there is someone like that fully into your heart and mind, knowing that it is difficult and that they, like any other human being, is probably doing their best with whatever internal conditions exist for them right now. In extending wishes of kindness and compassion to them of your own, or I'll offer some phrases that you might whisper quietly in the mind or simply receive. May you be safe and free from harm as much as is possible as you navigate this difficulty. May you be treated with compassion and care by those around you, even when you're having difficulty. May you receive comfort 
from whatever resources and people are most comforting to you. May I extend support to you even when it's tough. May you be free of suffering even while you're going through an illness, a dying process, or some unknown difficulty. May you find ease from suffering. You can continue with phrases like these or simply radiating feelings of compassion, good intentions towards a person you know who's in this situation. Or you can extend it towards strangers, those people in the world who are currently suffering in ways that has them perhaps lashing out, perhaps Uh, very unpleasant because of illness, stress, a dying process, or conditions known and unknown. May they be safe and free from harm as much as is possible, even while navigating this difficulty. May they find comfort, support from sources in their life. May they have whatever ease is possible in lessening any suffering as they go through their current circumstances. And continuing with your own words in silence.
So I want to acknowledge that this is a topic that can bring up a wide range of responses in different people. You might feel compassion welling up in you or kindness. You might feel sadness uh, from losses in your own life or uh, illnesses of people that you care about, your own illness. Um, you, you could possibly feel anger. Sometimes this is a tough process. So allowing for that sensitivity that can occur with this this topic, um, I'd like to especially recommend this evening that as we go into our 10-minute breakout groups, that um, it's very important to respect the recommendation that you keep your uh, sharing to what you have to share about yourself, and that each person share something brief that feels tolerable to share, that feels like you you, you're, you feel safe and, and comfortable sharing within your own limits, briefly, and then you let the next person have a turn, and you go around the circle in that fashion, uh, allowing each person a turn. And then um, that maybe uh, you make several rounds of the circle in this way. And you can, if you wish, declare, you know, something about yourself at first, like, my name is Liz, and I'm going to share something very sensitive. So I really appreciate people just holding it in silence. Or could be, my name is Liz, and I need support for what I share this evening. So after we make a couple of two, three rounds of the group, if anyone wants to offer a comment, I, I'll welcome that. But just be clear on your wishes, and don't assume someone else wants to hear advice or comment at all. Um, we'll spend 10 minutes in our groups, and if you find that you're in a group with not, you know, not enough people, um, stay there and I'll reassign you to another group that has people in it. Um, and if you get too uncomfortable, you can come back to the main room or you can simply meditate in silence with your group or you can come back to the main room and meditate with me. So with that, please um, find support and benefit in your discussion. Here you go. Is it snowing by you, Liz? Um, it did over last weekend, but it's now uh, kind of melting off. So, I, I watched the news. I thought of you. I thought, I wonder if it's snowing over. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. So we now have about nine minutes uh, to share anything that you learned about yourself this evening or anything that uh, pertains to your experience of this kind of meditation or this experience in uh, trying to extend compassion or care to people who are difficult when ill or dying or when we don't even know what's going on with them. Ali, please. Hi, Lisa. Sorry, uh, my camera is not functioning out. Uh, yeah, thank you. I actually went to the Dia de los Muertes. It was interesting. Nearby, it was a lady's picture up there on the on the altar. About like ten days ago, had passed, and it was just very touching to see that. Yeah. With everybody dancing around. You know, it comes in from Aztec. 
<laughs> but anyway, uh, cutting that short, uh, quick, before the pandemic, I went to the hospital nearby. I was going to sit and I spoke with the chaplain to sit with the people. Uh, there's a program here. It's called Know That No One Dies Alone to go sit with there. I mean, partly for them, but mostly for me. I mean, like, uh, it really doesn't matter, selfish reasons or whatnot, just to have the great teacher of death in front of me. Uh, really wanted to be there. But anyway, the, the COVID happened, so I didn't go. But the story, I mean, the person that was sharing uh, when he went through the program with me before is that he was going there to perform a role or read a book or something. I mean, you don't know, it's a stranger that's, uh, apparently on the last days and then but she said at some point that was very touching that she just reached out to him and just held his hand and squeezed and that was it they were there together and that book and all the roles and everything dropped away mm -hmm. and they just sat there so i just thought i'll share that story thank you that's touching and i so appreciate the idea of going to support a stranger for them and for you <laughs> it's beautiful suzanne please I, um, I, you know, just listening to everyone speak tonight, what I really started to just kind of, you know, I, I felt like I was getting higher and higher into the airplane view of that I could just be the silent observer with um, watching someone else suffer and then watching my discomfort regarding being around a suffering person mm -hmm. and and then to to let it be. And that I, I don't have control. I, I'm not at fault. Um, it's not, you know, I can't think of the words, but like karma related or anything. I don't have that kind of power. It just is. It's just reality. It's not, you know, I don't have to attribute meaning to things that may not have meaning. Mm. And um, that just gave me comfort. So I will stop there. Thank you. Thank you. That's really inspiring that we don't have to take other people's behaviors personally. And we can take the more elevated view. Thank you, Suzanne. Violet, please. Hi. Uh, good theme for tonight. I have a fun relationship with the day because today is my birthday. And happy birthday. Thank you. There's no on my birthday than happy hour. Um, and I started with contemplating my grandmother who is in her 90s and in a process of dementia and dying. Um, and then I ended up thinking about myself as an old woman. I did one of those like AI, like, what are you going to look like when you're old? And I gave it my picture and I looked exactly like my grandma. So in like visualizing my grandma, I just, I started visualizing myself as like a very, very old woman and gave my future self compassion for whatever suffering I may go through in my own dying process and not and the wish that came up from my heart was a wish that I won't blame myself for like, however I end up dying, like whether it's an accident or dementia or that there's no, there's no blame for how it happens. Um, I think like as a young person, like I've, I've had like some near death experiences, which always end up 
because like young people aren't supposed to die. So then near death experiences, there's like a certain amount of blame, like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. Mm. And then just hoping that whatever sort of suffering process I go through when I die, that there isn't like an element of blame and like wishing them for other people as well. So thank you for the practice tonight. Thank you. And thank you for that inspiration. That is really wonderful. And you, you, you're pointing to a practice that's a time-honored practice that I found uh, very helpful, which is a contemplation of um, that goes something like, I too am of the nature to grow ill. I too am of the nature to uh, grow old. I too am, am of the nature to die. I too am of the nature to uh, lose what I love and what is most close to me. And I used to say that at the beginning of every meditation for a very long period of time. And I found that very helpful, very heart opening. Um, you know, in not fearing this and in knowing that someday and who knows what age I'll be, this too will happen to me. So thank you very much, Violet. Really appreciate your practice. All of your practices this evening in whatever way you found to be with this topic. This is one that perhaps deserves our tenderness as we close the evening. Maybe we can just spend the next three minutes in appreciation for whatever arose for you. To be held with the utmost care and gentleness, whether it was difficult or inspiring or anything that came up for you at all including numbness, including this is not a topic I can approach right now, just holding that with exquisite compassion. And sending our heartfelt wishes to each person here who's been navigating that type of process, whatever type of process around illness and dying in their own life, in the lives of people they love, and in our larger community, in the world. May we exercise the same level of care for one another as if we knew that someone else was going through a dying process or a process of great pain before we ever knew they were coming close to the end of their life. May all beings be free from suffering even as we approach our own end. May all beings be free.
Alberto, if you'd like to unmute and thank your compadres this evening. Thank you so much for sharing this practice. Thank you, compadres. Thank you very thank you. much. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Ali. Michael. Good night. Take care, all. Stay well. Bye bye. Bye.